When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's showtime. Podcasts are the best, except for when they're not. Come to think there's really just a handful that don't suck. And that's where we come in. Podcast reviews like Hollywood Commander and Kevin. W-A-T-P! W-A-T-P! Hello, bag slappers and cousin roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that has never mentioned Jesse Smollett. Now, fuck, there goes that. <laughs> I'm your host, Carl. With me this week is fan favorite, Crows! Hello! And Kevin. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, and even our PayPal address if you'd like to donate to the show. Big thanks to Decent, Leo, Larry, Sharik, Miles, and David for their contributions recently. We have merchandise again. Hello. I mentioned last week we finally put that saga to rest. Yeah. If you'd like to buy an actually high-quality shirt from us, you now can do that. I set up a few things in our store. There's a link from our website. We'll get more designs up there in the next week or two. The Bazinga Boys on Twitter actually put something together that I like a lot, and I retweeted it this morning. I don't know if you guys saw it. Yeah, I just I'm saw not. it, actually. All right, so. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's got kind of a uh, 90s radio feel to it. And then there's this one. This shirt brought to you over a dad's dead body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of an inside joke, but uh, we appreciate that, Bazinga Boys. Uh, we also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and shit all over us in the comments section. Today we'll be reviewing a podcast that's called Aftershock XL. Mm-hmm. This is a suggestion from Top Shelf Licka. <laughs> We have all listened to the podcast separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show with hosts Steve Grillo and Kyle Mahoney. And the episode that we listened to, the most recent episode, had guests Russ Brunelli, Jan Leon, Poolboy, and Debbie Capelli. Mm-hmm. And guys, if you know who Steve Grillo is... I know he was an intern with Howard Stern. I don't know if he actually had a job on that show or not, but he's known as being an idiot. 
Yes. It, well, and he was famously in charge of Howard's baked potato. Right. That was his main responsibility. I think he fucked it up multiple times. He did, and that was his claim to fame. I mean, his claim to fame not only is the guy who makes the potato, but the guy who does it badly. Right. So now he's doing a podcast, and if you read the description of the show... It's really about NYC. Oh, can I can I read you just a little tiny bit please of this? Pretty do. please. Yes. Join him, the veteran intern of the renowned Howard Stern Show, which is a stupid fucking sentence in and of itself. Correct. As he once again mixes it up weekly with his longtime famous talented friends and acquaintances. <laughs> now well, stick you just leave it at friends. Like, listen, I realize that most of people don't actually talk to him outside of this. Well, but they're not even longtime friends. They're longtime famous <laughs> talented friends. And anyway. <laughs> Who together participate in discussing uniquely NYC themes, gripes, grimes, and outrageous banter. My favorite part of this is gripes is capitalized. Okay. Grimes is capitalized and has a, a, a plural possessive apostrophe on it. Oops. And outrageous is spelled outrages, the plural of outrage. <laughs> It's got a typo in the show description. And it's everywhere. It's on the website. It's on Twitter. It's on the it's on the iTunes thing. It's it's it's. Mm. And he's famously an idiot. Yeah. But he's too stupid to know that he needs someone to proofread his shit before it goes live, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like that's how he pronounces it. He's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like an idiot. Do you guys, either of you guys have a clip of the show that you think sums up the show? I do. My number one. Okay. No, 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 hold on, I remember this, I remember this story, so let me tell it, because it started to wind down. Tell you a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck, you know that? So he has a bunch of guests on to there's, tell a story. There's and then six he, people. And then he talks over the ones who try to tell a story. There are six people on this show, and he wants to do all of the talking. Oh, boy. I actually have, since you played that, I put together a super cut. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, this is just people talking over each other. Okay, great. And this is a compilation. You'll notice that every time someone's talking over someone else, it's always Grillo in the mix. Yeah. But you yeah, always said, then, and, and so I go. Into my father. They, 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 wait, 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 wait. The cup of coffee. Wait, so it, it, it gets you. you, you I go. You don't know what you said. It sounds like I edited that together. Yeah. Wait, 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 being an Italian, I know how this goes. <laughs> so the whole point of this episode is the guy who used to own a restaurant, this guy, Russ Brunelli, used mm -hmm. to own this place called Brunelli's. And Grillo and these other yokels worked there. Yeah, so... And they're just talking about old times. You ever, like, you start dating someone and eventually they drag you to some work function and you end up at a bar with a table full of people you don't know and they're telling stories about people you don't know and yes. talking about shit that you don't care about? That hell was wrapped into this one-hour podcast. You know what I mean? Exactly. And exactly. my number exactly. My number two is, like, a, is, is some of the fascinating banter you get. Jessica, you still keep... Of course. Oh, Jessica, stop working there. 
right before Frankie passed away, which is two years ago. So about two years, uh-huh. about yeah. a, a good six months before he passed away. Uh, she was there yeah. for 20 years. The same people, Tommy, Mike. <laughs> it's like talking to that aunt that you don't, that you see once every year or two. And it's like, oh, you remember Tommy? She dated this guy. Oh, my God. Who fucking cares? Dude, you act That's... like you don't know who Jessica is. I mean, we all know who Jessica is. After hearing this, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. She, she stopped God working right before Tommy passed away. <laughs> this show is fucking ridiculous. Kevin, you got anything you want to play? Well, actually, that was my number seven, uh, that, that clip you just played, because I think that sums up the show definitely yeah. for me. Because it's just. <laughs> at, at, you, you didn't put. You could have, like, not have said it any better than you did in, in terms of the exact feeling that you have if you go somewhere where you don't know anybody and it's a bunch of fucking people that already already know each other. Yeah. That's the feeling of it. And they're telling stories that everyone at the table knows the punchline to already, so you don't even get the satisfaction of hearing the fucking story. And Exactly. And Grillo's trying to make it seem like, well, this is a show for people in New York City. Yeah. You know how many restaurants there are in New York City? Yeah. More than a dozen. There's over a that, dozen Italian restaurants. That's Most people correct. have never been to Brunelli's yeah. and have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. And you can't go now. It's been closed for years. Right. And I, like, so I was even thinking like, oh, maybe this is just a one-off show or whatever. But my number four is fucking wild. Yep. So everybody, this is Rush Brunelli that I talk about pretty much every week. I I, I just I just start a segment on the on the show called All Roads Lead to Brunelli's because <laughs> um, at, at some point in every show. Some story comes up where it leads to something that happened at your restaurant. I'm surprised that I'm saying this, but if you're going to talk about past employment, talk about the Howard Stern show. You think? You think that might be? You think that might be a little more interesting than food service? I don't know. I brought up a number of times. I used to work at E-Bob's World on this show. You know what I've never talked about? (laughs) When I worked at Sullivan's Charbroil. Never once have I brought that up. I was there five fucking years, Crouch. Never comes up in conversation. Funny how that works, ain't Isn't it? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I'm not trying to bore the shit out of people. Yeah. My number six, uh, like, all right, how many people do you think have, have at least worked at a restaurant once in their life. I mean, well, as an adult, most, yeah, most people, everyone they, well, probably they, worked at one. They say, right. like, uh, isn't it like a third of people have worked at just McDonald's or something like that? It's something like a quarter oh. of Americans or a third of Americans. My number six is it, it's he's just basically they're talking like it's some unique experience. But <laughs> fucking everybody's done this. Okay. So uh, uh, number six. And, but, you know, and, but the only thing, here's the thing. You, you got your you got your ass handed to you on, on the on the battlefield. But once the battle went down and the nights, the lights went down, nobody talked about what happened on the battlefield. Everybody sat around and had a couple of drinks and we all fucking chilled out. And that was like the cool part of being working at Brunelli's. <laughs> oh, my God. That's every that's every restaurant job. Ever. Yeah. This place was and, weird. We'd have a dinner rush and it would get really busy for a little while. Yeah, that's and so- then it would calm down and we could start cleaning. Really? No way. You don't say Grillo. And that's so funny, Kevin. I pulled that exact same clip because if you describe your restaurant job as a battlefield, you're an asshole. You're an idiot. You're an asshole. That there's just no there's no two ways about that. Uh. Dude, I was down in the trenches with fucking mustard gas because it was fucking dinner rush. We had a special on fish. By the way, what? I'm sure that this place got very busy and I'm sure it was a lot of work at the time. But have you ever been to the Mighty Taco downtown Buffalo at 4.30 a.m.? Every bar lets out at 4 o'clock. These people are open until 5. 
That's the worst restaurant job. Anyone who works there can start a podcast. I'll listen to it. And that those, sounds terrible. And those folks can say Battlefield. I give them permission. Right. They are literally, I think he said, I'm literally in the trenches. Like, when, that's really insulting. At, at Mighty Taco, there's a bullet hole in the menu. Yes. That, that counts as a Battlefield. <laughs> Such regional jokes. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, Tucson. You don't get our jokes over there, Tucson? You don't get our Mighty Taco oh, fucking humor? <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, I think people can assume uh, that it's a fast food restaurant. At downtown Buffalo, I think I made pretty... Cl- <laughs> hey, fucking guy. <laughs> I did. I want to also focus on... So another kind of big part of the show that stood out to me was there's a puppet on the show. Yes. Yes, there is. Yeah, we're burying the and, lead. Yeah, Can I, we talk about understand. Salmonella? Yeah. Yeah, Salmonella is the name of it. And Salmonella Fitzgerald. So I, well, I guess there's no... There, well, there must be a video version of this, right? Which nope. I did not watch. So. There's not. They said they had cameras in the room, and Grillo said he might put it out someday. But there is not a video version of this show. Okay, so play track one. All right. And uh, so I want to introduce his friend, uh, Mr. Sal. Yes. Sal Manila of Fitzpatrick, is that his Sal name? Sal Manila Fitzgerald. Oh, I, I got it wrong. I'm sorry, Sal. It's okay. You don't have any notes there. Guys, I have to back up real quick because this puppet is being puppeteered by a guy named Kyle Mahoney. And I'm fascinated with Kyle Mahoney. Mm. This guy sucks. <laughs> real quick, this is when he introduces him. Yeah. And Grillo's terrible at podcasting. Um, I, I want to introduce a new character to the show. First, I want to introduce Kyle. Kyle, say hello. 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 Well, Kyle, I met a couple uh, months ago. This is what I mean when I say Grillo wants to be the only one talking. Mm. He introduces the guy. He goes, say hello. Hello. Great. Okay, now I talk again. That's not how you fucking introduce a guest anyway. Hey, what's going on? How yeah. are things? Yeah. Ah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. That's, That's a national conversation. Crow, say hello. Hi. Great. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Fucking That's so funny. Right so this is, this guy Kyle has a puppet. Yeah. And the puppet's name, as we mentioned, is Sale. And Sale has this voice that's like this. Yeah. It's the least creative voice possible. <laughs> There's nothing interesting about it at all. And Sale has the worst improv skills of any oh. puppet I've ever seen Let's in my entire life. Let's talk about that. I have about 28 clips yep. on Sale's improv skills. Yeah. I want to get started the, with Grillo talking to him about how the puppet has to talk into the microphone. Tell the puppet to talk into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that not going to look good on the cameras. That's a good comeback. This is Sales Improv Skills Part 2. So, um, how long have you been doing puppeteering? Um, Not you, Sal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. I've been controlling Kyle from, you know, the hand in for quite some time now. (laughs) Oof. Oof. Yeah, yeah. All of these clips are uncomfortable. I'm warning you in advance. None of them are fun. You want to jump in here, Crouch? You look anxious. I would love to. So, uh, I I know this is kind of a retry, but at number five, he is introducing Kyle and Sal to a new person. And it's like, I don't know, I was fascinated by this. We have Kyle, but he has has a friend on his hand, and his name is Sal. Say Say hello to Russ, another Italian. Hello to Russ, my name is Sal. And the one with the less greeting voice is Kyle. Hello, nice to meet you. Ah, there you go. So he's seamlessly transitioning between <laughs> these personalities. Because now I'm Kyle, but now I'm Sal. 
and he's doing it on the phone with this person, which is even weirder. And the guy on the phone has no fucking clue that he's talking to an actual puppet. And at the beginning of the show, he's got all these people as guests from this restaurant. And yeah. the whole point of the show is to tell these war stories from their days at the restaurant. And he's focusing in on the stupid fucking puppet. And the conversation's going nowhere. They have no chemistry whatsoever. Yeah. And the way that they do it is so they'll, they'll talk about Italian food. And then they'll go, hey, Sal, do you like Italian food? Yes. And then they'll talk about the World Series. And they'll go, hey, Sal, do you like baseball? And they'll talk about something else. And it's like... He's trying to work him in so hard because he wants him to be this cool side character yeah oh just come in with that fucking you know that home run at the end there but even at the beginning when he's just talking to the puppet even the puppet has to tell grillo hey let's stop talking there are other guests here (laughs) steve who are these people okay yeah let's go so i want to thank you this is kyle everybody he's going to be another fixture on the show he's just going to be he's going to jump in and uh, sal's going to come in and uh he's going to have some uh remarks so this is what you were just talking about, Crouch. So yeah. Grillo's setting this up. He goes, okay, so Sal's a fixture on the show now. This is the first time he's been on, but he's a fixture on the show. Yeah. And he's going to have remarks. So Grillo's job is to shoehorn in this puppet into whatever fucking conversation they're having. As we've all discussed, he knows nothing about the people they're talking about, this restaurant, and he's just supposed to be able to come up with witty banter. Yeah. Things like this when he asks Sal what he thinks about Italians. It's fucking ridiculous. Do, do you like Italian food there, Sal? Yes. Yeah? I do. Well, you like Italians in general, or do you got a problem with them? <laughs> oh, no, I, I love the Italians. My first girlfriend was Italian. How could you tell? <laughs> because she told me. Ooh, that's the worst improv skills. <laughs> well, I don't think that Kyle understands the difference between his puppet and him. I think he answers the questions as him. What do you think about Italians? Oh, I, I like Italians a lot. I, I used to date one. I love them. I love them. You know what? I used to date one. How, how, how could you tell? Well, because she was, she was female and her last name ended in a vowel. I don't know. <laughs> I know. What kind of stupid question is that? Yeah. Dummy, you're yeah. on a comedy podcast. You're supposed to riff a little bit. Yeah, the, the, the comedic chemistry between Grillo and the puppet really it is. It did not go anywhere. Amazing. So Grillo says, how could you tell she was Italian? He goes, well, she told me. And then Grillo shoots out the joke that he was supposed to tell him. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't the mustache? You have to listen to the women, Stephen. <laughs> you sure it wasn't the mustache? Oh, no, no, no. She, she, well, she, kept it, she kept it nice and clean. So nice he had to say it twice. Thank you. Yes, yeah, that, that joke was, uh, it, it was worth coming around again. <laughs> How did you know she was Italian? Was it her mustache? <laughs> I, love, uh, I love the interview skills, too. And he's like, do you like Italian food? Yes. <laughs> there, are so many, there are so many things like that. Like, this is when he, they ask him if he likes Tony Bennett. <laughs> A few weeks later, there's Tony sitting in the... Uh, on a seat when watching his daughter. Do you like Tony Bennett, Sal? Yes. Uh, do, I, do I look like some kind of horrible monster? <laughs> yeah. This guy does not know uh, how to riff on a comedy show. Hey, do you like Tony Bennett? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Couple well, of those dudes. And then there's this old lady talking. Here's my number seven. Hey, do you find this old lady attractive? Yeah. Now, are you attracted to uh, Debbie, Sal? Oh, I yes. <laughs> Would you like to be in her nightstand? <laughs> Only if she's in there with me. <laughs> oh, so you like being on bottom? Oh, yes. <laughs> He's bad. Grillo, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you want your show to be successful, first off, you shouldn't be on it. But secondly, <laughs> Kyle should definitely not be on your show. Kyle is terrible at podcasting. Yeah. He sucks at this. Oh, and this boy. is going to be a TV show, quote oh, unquote? Boy. Kevin, tell me you did some research into the Aftershock XL TV show. 
I did. <laughs> I didn't do jack shit. Yeah, I can TV show. I couldn't uh, find much about this show online. It doesn't have much of a Croge, presence. Not only could I not find anything about it online, in the show description, there's a link. Yeah, that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the show is supposed to launch tomorrow. <laughs> like we have this TV show. It's gonna launch tomorrow. There's nothing about it anywhere oh. on the internet. And there's, there's more shit about the flat earth than there is about a TV show that supposedly exists. Yeah. I, I mean, so I tried, I Googled it, and there's, a there's from what I can tell, a German firework called Aftershock XL. That's the whole first page of Google. Okay. And then if you put an Aftershock XL podcast, there's an Aftershock podcast. That's the whole first page. Yeah, Google I mean, even says, did you mean Aftershock podcast? Yeah. Even Google's like, nobody wants Aftershock yeah, XL. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even making that one up. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All let right. me let me throw two more Sal fucking zingers at oh, you. Oh yeah. I got, a, just, I got a bunch more. They're just let's keep going. Uh, my, when they bring the chef in, number eleven happens. Oh yeah, I got this one too. Go ahead. Can you finger a chicken? Can you make chicken fingers? I didn't think about that. That's a polite way to say Yes, I could. Definitely. Okay. I make them from scratch. You finger a mean chicken. Again, these people have bad jokes and they keep going back to them. Yeah, that might be the least funny thing that anyone's ever said. And if you don't mind me, fast forward into the tail end of the show. At the, at, at, this is this big chance to, to, to finish strong. This is the, the, the chance to button it up. This is number eight. Oh, you got something else to say there, Sal? Before we, uh, before I do the plugs, sheepskin fish livers. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all I got. I, I got. I love it. <laughs> that's oh. what, that's what I wanted. So uh, we have to. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> I had to leave the stumbling. I, I had a feeling this would happen. I have all these same clips. Of course. Yeah. But what the fuck did that mean? I, I, yeah. And what does any of this mean? I was what hoping one of you guys mean? would know why that was funny. No, I have no well, idea. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he said, do you have any last words or whatever? And that's the words that he came up with. Uh, so, <laughs> Kevin's always, always trying to hilarious. find the bright side. Yeah. I mean, guys, you could do better. I mean, he's pretty good for a puppet. <laughs> I mean, at that point, he had exhausted all his A material. That's so true. I mean, yeah. just, that's know. true. He brought it. So, they, they talk about being in this restaurant for fucking forever. They just talk and talk and talk and talk about it. And it turns out the guy that runs the restaurant's a dick. And here's number 13 where we hear about the guy's a dick and then we bring Sal into the conversation. Okay. Oh, uh, my dude. favorite is the chair's red. No, it's blue. I, no, it's red. I said it's blue. Okay, it's blue. It's blue. It's blue. Yeah, if it's blue, it's blue. Yeah. Right. Uh, if I say it's blue. Uh, Sal, have you ever worked with anybody like that? Uh, oh, is uh, it the guy on your hand maybe? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I, he, he is quite like that. He's, it's fucking painful. <laughs> it's fucking that, painful. The, that just he, reminded me of uh, the uh, Barry Gibb talk show. Yeah, when like they'll just like in the middle of a big rant, he'll be like, "What do you think of that, Barry?" And he says, "No, I don't think so." That's like he keeps throwing to the fucking puppet, just like he does the Barry. <laughs> and then the puppet says nothing, and then he hands the right. puppet a joke. Hey, puppet, how about the guy with his hand up your ass? And he's like, mm, "Yeah, I guess he is like that a little." Oh, it's, now that you mention it. It's brutal. They talk, so Grillo is talking about how all these gangsters were coming to this restaurant. And it's a big Italian, oh, Italian joint, gangsters. So he throws another softball over to Sal, who fucking fumbles it. Yeah. By, by the way, Sal, I'd be careful. Like, all these people are hardcore Italians. <laughs> you, you, may, you may be in a fucking shoebox real soon. <laughs> no, it's better than the packing 
crate that he leaves me in. <laughs> wow. He's really smooth, this puppet. It's better than the packing Good crate. shit. Good shit. <laughs> Uh, number five, they talk about Sesame Street. If you want to play uh, number four and number five. Okay. Do you, do you want to be on Sesame Street there, Sal? I would love to be on Sesame Street, but I feel as though I would be banned very quickly. Yeah, I think you'd be kicked out of that gated community like instantly. It's a pretty big lip smack for a puppet. I just like how he goes, you want to be on Sesame Street? Well, he's got a whole Sesame Street story. Yeah. Uh, Want me to play Kevin's number five, and then we'll see where that goes. Yeah, go ahead. Because I think I have all these clips too. No, who would be, be who would be the first puppet you'd go yeah. after? Like, uh, which one? I'd probably go after Oscar. He's the, he's probably the one who would understand me the most. Uh, and what, what? I could possibly hide in the trash can. Okay. Who, who who would you sexually harass first? <laughs> you know, I may be a lot of things, but I am not a sexual harassment. It's 2019. <laughs> well, you know, I, I may put my head, I put my put my butthole up this young man's hand, but I will not harass anyone who does not want it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Sexual harassment. Err. <laughs> I'm not a sexual harassment. Err. It's 2019. So Man, what a stupid question that is. If you were on a sale of puppet, if you were on Sesame Street, who would you sexually harass first? First uh, probably <laughs> probably Oscar. I mean Oscar's the one you'd want. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you're gonna put your fist up his ass. You know. Um the, so my number sixteen is the intro to this whole Sesame Street saga. I, However, can you tell me how to get there? Oh yeah. <laughs> No. To Sesame Street? Haven't been no. there yet. <laughs> no, they... It's, it's a gated community. That's yeah, why I mean, they don't tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I left all the fake laughter, and not since yeah. Abbott and Costello have we had that. My number 17, they add some context to the Sesame Street. You get to hear how it's important to Grillo in his life story. So I was... Uh, I think I forgot... It might have been the... Uh, I was... Uh, it wasn't the Brave one, because that was at... Uh, Maybe it was the brief. I don't know. It was like peeing on some type of thing, and it was like a late night. Yeah, uh, What the fuck? Now, I did not edit any of that Grillo shit. That's a straight <laughs> clip from his show. The punchline to this whole... We spent five minutes on Sesame Street. The punchline is number 18. Finally, I, fa I opened up the door, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's the can. There's the stoop. There's Grover. And all of a sudden, I look, and the whole crew is shooting something, and they're all staring at me. And I'm like... I took out my phone. I'm like, kachish, 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 bye. <laughs> so we spent five minutes on the story. The crux of the story is that he drunkenly wandered onto the Sesame Street stage for two seconds, took a picture, and got thrown the fuck out. 20 seconds in his defense. 20 That's, seconds he yeah. was there for. He may be exaggerating. His, <laughs> it was life-altering for him. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I just have... On this set, and I went, kachish, kachish, with my phone. Yeah. I just have one more clip on the Sesame Street thing because after he asks who he's going to sexually harass and the puppet says, I'm not into that sort of thing, <laughs> they get into more Sesame Street sex talk. Oh, boy. Which is always good. Well, you know, I, I may put my, head, I put, my, put my butthole up this young man's hand, but I will not harass anyone who does not want it. Okay, what if they want to like, role play and get harassed? Like, are you, you know, would you go for that? Hmm. That is... I don't know. She's not on the show anymore, but Gina, I always thought Gina was a very attractive human being. Oh, you go for show. the humans, not even the puppets. So you would do nah, that. All, you... those, all those puppets are kids. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this God. Is great chemistry. 
Uh, amazing banter these two have. Jesus he goes, fuck, you're a puppet. Right. Don't you want to fuck another puppet? And he goes, no, those are children puppets. What are you, a fucking weirdo? We're talking about puppet sex. Ugh. It's fine. <laughs> Pedophilia is not part of the equation here. Ugh. This guy's taking it all so seriously. And he's a fucking idiot because I think he's answering his Kyle. <laughs> We're talking to the puppets! He's like, I'm not gonna fuck a puppet! That's ridiculous! That chick goes on the show's hot! No, it's not talking to you, Kyle! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the uh, fuck? This guy is so stupid! And by this guy, I mean all of them! Yeah. Every yeah. single one of them. Um, this is another one where Sale has a. Uh, well, he tries to shoot a. A line over to sale to tell a joke, and he can't even get a word in, thank God. <laughs> and wound up doing like 27 years. 30. 30. Uh, but yeah. never yeah. gave up anybody, kept his mouth quiet, so he was revered by everybody. So, uh, uh, did, something you don't see much anymore. Has that ever happened to you, Sal? And, and <laughs> couldn't be in a nice thing. Hey, they're talking about this guy named Gigi, who did 30 years in prison. Yeah. Because he wouldn't snitch on anyone. And... Why the fuck does Grillo think the sale's going to have something for this? He hasn't had anything for anything. Yeah. Even normal situations, he can't come up with a fucking anecdote. And the guy goes, 30 years in prison, huh? Ever happened to you, Sale the Puppet? Like, what did you think was going to happen with that? Uh, uh. <laughs> I've done 30 years in a shoebox, hey! <laughs> um, Somebody had my hand up my ass, oh. And then, finally, Sale decides that he's got a joke. He doesn't even need Grillo to introduce him or try to push it to him. Yeah. He interrupts everybody. There's a there's a bunch of mirrors in the bathroom of this restaurant mm-hmm. for some reason. And Sal's just like, oh, I got this one. So, Rush, hold on. I, I like can't imagine. It's a circus. Hold on. I can't imagine wanting, you know, having all those mirrors and then wanting to watch oneself go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, you know, I get that everyone's into a lot of crazy shit these days. But you know, why would you want to just watch? You know, who needs that many mirrors when you just when you're making? <laughs> oh. Guys, who needs that many mirrors when you're making? Yeah, it's a good they, joke. They actually do a lot of reminiscing about the workplace bathroom, which I know is a topic near and dear to your heart, Carl. I don't know if you heard the crowbar of clown car that was put in there. So number eight and then number nine. Or how many times they mention clown car in a 30-second period. And the joke is it's a very small bathroom. We're talking about a, a restaurant in Manhattan. If anyone's ever been, things are, tend to be a little tight. Well, yeah, the bathroom was like the clown car. Okay. What, you know, you'd open up the door, they'd come out of that bathroom like a clown car. <laughs> yeah. You'd see people be piling out of the toilet. Right, right. Have one. Rush, hold on. I, I it's like can't a clown imagine. car. It's a circus. Yeah, Russ has to throw a clown car five times after it was already said. Yeah. He has to qualify it at the end. And a clown car, you know, like at the circus, you know. <laughs> like the circus. Well, there's a there's a point in the phone call where the he puts the microphone directly up his left nostril. <laughs> my, yeah. my number 25 is when they're talking about this Gigi character. Every celebrity goes there, and Gigi was a regular there as much as Debbie was. And, and Debbie was related to the guy Frankie Pellegrino. Anybody knows him from Goodfellas. He was on The Sopranos. Best. So, um... <laughs> Drop! Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, I, so, yeah. I have that every clip too. Italian. No. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I gotta pick up the fucking gabagool here. It's it for 
Do you think this guy maybe sleeps with a CPAP machine? Is that possible? <laughs> Holy my shit. CPAP machine. My CPAP machine smells like ham. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin just started CPAP talking about himself for a second there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get the cold cut trail. He's in the fridge. He's in the fridge. Oh, yeah. There were so many parts of this show when it's just Russ breathing heavily on the phone that I could have clipped. Yeah. I could have made a super cut of that. Oh, my God. That but it's really so bad. obnoxious. And no one says to the guy, hey, the mic's a little up close to you. No one says that. Or because he talks about what a great studio they're in yeah. nonstop. They don't maybe pan it down a little bit in post or something. On fucking Change real. the mix up a little bit. So I'm not hearing this guy fucking breathing into his oh, smartphone. You're hearing the inside of his sinuses. Right. I mean, that's a, it's that's disgusting. A they, uh, that guy hasn't breathed through his sinuses in 20 years. <laughs> All right. Fucking mouth breather. He got me on that one. Um, they do give some good advice for all you restaurant workers out there. Number 15 is how to get it done. So if you have people like, say, that are like, uh, you know, uh, in dark suits and they're Italian and they're not exactly legitimate businessmen and they won't leave or pay a tab, how do you get them to leave the restaurant? Well, you bring in a bunch of trannies. <laughs> oh, what the fuck happened to Brunelli's over here? The girl's sitting on my lap. She got a dick. She don't got a dick. What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> Gorilla really working the room there. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know what to make of that clip. I just felt like I had to play it. All right. Well, I, since you played that and Gorilla's starting to do impressions, I want to play a clip where they're talking about this waiter, Gus. And Grillo tried to get Gus on the show because we needed a seventh fucking person. Of course, yeah. And Gus wasn't able to come on. So now they're ta- telling stories about this other guy that no one's ever heard of. And Grillo does an impression of him. Gus, why didn't you start with a pinky? Grillo, you're right. I should start with pinky. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You're doing so good. Yeah. So, Gus. So, Grillo does the impression the way they've been doing the impression of everyone. Hey, what the fuck? Like the cheesiest thing. And Debbie goes, oh, my God, you do him so good. That's a spot on Gus. This fucking guy with his Gus. Gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, this is them. Oh, this is him talking about how the show's running long. But it doesn't matter because these stories are so great. So, okay, everybody, if anybody's got something to plug, we've got to wrap it out. We're a little long, but I don't mind because the stories are great. No one's going to tune out. We don't have any restrictions here. All right, Kevin, you can't see this, but Carlos, I'm going to draw a line graph on what I think the retention rate was for the average <laughs> listener to this show, okay? So you have here, this is 100% right here. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, so everyone who's listening is listening. And this is about the um, one minute mark down here. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is going to go like this. Yeah. Okay. And then this is a, an asymptote. <laughs> it just goes <laughs> on forever in that direction. There's no way people are listening to the show. We're the only ones who got to the end of the show. And I yeah. bet Kevin didn't even get to the end. No, I'm glad you worked in visual aids because that's really going to help people out. <laughs> but yeah, there's I can't even imagine who would listen to the show or why. I just don't. Well, the stories are so great that everybody's listening to it. I also wanted to talk about the big story that they tell. The biggest story yeah. is they have this thing with John Edwards, right? Is that the guy's name? Oh, yeah. That was fucking yeah. awful. That yeah. Not, so not the John oh, Edwards God. who um, cheated on his wife while she was dying of cancer. Not that one. Well, this guy could have too, but... He, but it's true. You know, we don't know. Yeah. But there's another John Edwards who was a psychic medium in New York City and all of these guys love John Edwards, and a bunch uh-huh. of them were on the show. And it was very meaningful to them. And they tell this story. 
And then after they tell this story and there was like crying involved and you know, he told me this thing about my mom and my mom had just passed away and he knew my dad and yeah. they, and they're like really heartfelt like this uh, Kevin, you know this that fucking really heartfelt Italian family moment thing that goes on. The fucking puppet decides this is a good time to shit all over <laughs> mediums and say that it's all horse shit. All right, so I'll start off by saying Kyle and I are not big believers in the supernatural. It's just uh, something, you know, it was, um, I don't know, I, I believe in science and logic and reason and evidence. <sighs> and so, you know, a lot of what you were saying it seemed like John Edwards was being very general, and then you just filled in the blanks. Oh, okay. For instance, no. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously, I don't want to, you know, take away anything. You know, I know that you know he has helped give it, and other psychics have given people a lot of closure and help, and that's wonderful. That's great. I don't want to negate anybody's beliefs. This is just how I believe. You're a fucking puppet. Yeah. There's Who's... no need for that. Who's turning to the puppet for scientific? reasoning you know what i mean <laughs> that's the question and the woman debbie even says oh i have a medium that i go to on a regular basis yeah this is a big part of my life oh. i really believe in this shit oh. dude you might want to just let that one go like yeah. let's all just be friends here you know what's crazy about a medium is that it's all horse shit and you're yeah. an idiot did you know that like you're, a, you're just there for comic relief you idiots you oh, picked the one spot in the whole fucking podcast and shit on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> now he's edgy. Kevin, you're you're fucking up again, man. Even through Discord, what is the deal? I don't know. Oh, now you're clear. Now you're clear. Uh, okay. Did you do something different on your end just and just now, or I did nothing. Weird. Yeah, it sounded like you were being sexually assaulted by a bee of some sort. <laughs> did you fuck a bee, Kevin, during our yeah, show? I fucked a bee, guys. <laughs> With right. my hand up my ace. Hey, uh, Kevin, if you had a puppet, would the puppet like honey from a beehive? Uh, Sorry. Yes. Never mind. <laughs> that was the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, both me and my puppeteer like honey. Yeah. We both enjoy it very delicious. much. With peanut butter. <laughs> He even says when he's shitting on that medium, he goes, both Kyle and myself think uh, that this is horseshit. Uh, well, hey, I got an idea, Kyle. Rather than do that through your puppet, your fucking, by the way, I think we should all believe in science yeah. rant. Maybe just say that as your normal person. Yeah. And let the puppet just be a goofball. Well, but think about this. He's always got a team. Listen, Carl, not only do I disagree with you, but my puppet disagrees with you as well. <laughs> Isn't that right, Kyle? Yes, that is right, Sal. This is fascinating to me. This was amazing. I might go back and listen to future episodes of this show just to hear where this fucking Sal character goes. I want him to lecture more people about how their belief system is wrong. That's what what I want for my puppets from now on. That's what Sesame Street should be. Did you know that Buddha is bullshit? Waka waka! Amazing. <laughs> I got uh, Avenue Q part two. Yeah. It's going to be it shitty on every religion. This is Big Bird. Ella is stupid. <laughs> Praying to Mecca. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Coming up after the break, Cookie Monster is going to draw a caricature of Muhammad. Stick around. <laughs> 
I got a few more things to talk about. I, you got a bunch more uh, clips here, Crows. Anything that we didn't get no, to yet? No, that's, that's all garbage. Okay. All garbage all Fair the time. Fair enough. Kevin, anything you want to hit? No, I th- <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I think we all clipped the same shit, unfortunately. The last thing I wanted to talk about was his sponsors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his sponsors are amazing. I wasn't sure how to clip those, but I'm glad you brought this up. This is crazy. He starts off the show by going through a list of about four sponsors, and at the end of the show, he plugs them again. Mm-hmm. And this is the most niche product shit you've ever heard in your life. The first one is for this guy, Richard Prinzi, who's a tax attorney who specializes in for people in the entertainment industry. Way better than H&R Block. Yeah. Because they will get you your proper refund. Not like H&R Block. I went to them for years, and they bent me over hard because they are not specialists. I was working in the entertainment business, and Richard Prinzi helped me do my taxes correctly because it's everybody has different expenses. Everybody has different lives, and H&R Block doesn't do that for you. Richard Prinzi does. Okay, so if you're in the entertainment business... And you listen to the worst podcast ever made. Yeah. That's a perfect advertisement for you. And then I realized that this idiot, Steve Grillo, doesn't know how the internet works or how email addresses work. You want to go to richardadprinzy.com. You want to go to an email address? How would one <laughs> go to his email address? Can you explain that to me? And then uh, the next advertiser after that is this company called BrightShot. They rent out giant LED bulbs. For video production shoots. Yeah, which everybody needs. And then we also have Bright Shot. If you are filming a taping, a TV show, film, anything you need an LED light for, as far as like those big movie lights, Bright Shot is the best on the market and they are cheaper than all the competition and they are brighter than the competition. They have no heat. They're 3.8 amps. They go any color, any color temperature. And if you need special effects, if you're shooting something, you need special effects like police lights, TV, lightning. If you ever have to shoot a lightning scene in a movie. (laughs) How fucking niche is this? If you need to shoot a lightning scene in a movie, this is the only place to go to. I know there's a lot of competitors out there who say they have the best lightning effects for your movie. But this one, Bright Shot, is the way to go. Well, you know, the background here, because I did a little research on what Gorilla's been doing for, I don't know how many fucking years he's been off the Stern Show, but he owns a production lighting company. Oh, what? okay. He owns so this is something? what he does. And it's, so ba- basically, he went to one of these things and was like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? You just put, you, would, you, would you sponsor my podcast? So he's just taking, you know, from his normal life, something so it's like it's like me going in there and being like so citrix citrix can do so much stuff for your computers or like windows server it's like me just picking some bullshit that i work on and that's what it sounds like because there's no way that this is an advertisement agreement that occurred in the real world it makes zero sense that they'd be like, uh, we listen to Aftershock XL, and our marketing department feels that this is the right partnership for our company. Yeah. We need to partner with Steve Carillo. Can you please read about our lightning effect LED bulbs? It's very important that your audience know about this. Your well, show is it trends really high with people who own lighting companies. Yeah. Well, this, the last tweet got two hearts, and one of those hearts was a guy that might need a flash bulb. So we got to, you know. <laughs> and then he has this other sponsor, Vorsteiner Beer, which is a, a German pilsner. 
And Steve Carrillo, you gotta love this endorsement that he says at the end of the show. Now, every time I see Versteiner at a bar, I will have one, not just because they love my show, I actually enjoy drinking the beer. When you endorse a product, you don't want to make it sound like you should be surprised by it. I actually yeah. enjoy this beer. Yeah. I know it sounds crazy that I would drink this hot garbage, but I actually enjoy it. You fucking idiot. <laughs> it's not how you do a plug. <laughs> All right, last thing I want to play on this show. The very, very end, Grillo promotes his own show that we all just listened to for the last hour and 15 minutes. He says this. This is a great show, Aftershock XL. He says, this is a great show, Aftershock XL. I just listened to the entire thing, Grillo. You can't lie to me. You didn't think it was great. If you want to lie to someone, lie to them on Twitter, on Instagram. (laughs) They haven't heard the show. They They might believe it. You're not going to fool me. I just listened to the entire fucking episode. This is a great show. <laughs> the show is terrible. And I don't know. And Kevin, I was I was just fucking with you before when I asked if you did any research on that. I don't know what this Aftershock XL TV show is. They promote it in the description. They talk about it on the show. What does TV show mean? What does that even mean? They don't talk about a network. They don't talk about anything. I'm assuming they're going to put up a YouTube video. Yeah. Right? Of, right? of people talking right. about the work they used to do years ago. I can't wait. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, they have a webcam on, on Russ Brunelli. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. You can see his name. I just want to I want to know what that puppet looks like. Oh, I looked it up. I mean, I would highly recommend that everybody look up my buddy uh, Kyle Mahoney and see what he's up to because that guy is fascinating. Yeah, Holy well, I saw shit. they in one of the, the show description on the web, it had a link to all of the cast members' personal Facebook pages. Right, like personal not, Facebook pages. Yeah, not even like their public face or this, no, we're like this guy's puppet service or something. Yes, weird. <laughs> Actually, since we talked about that, this is the plug, because he lets everybody plug their stuff at the end, and nobody has anything to plug. Of course, yeah. The one woman's like, oh, I tend bar. <laughs> I swear to God, Debbie's, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm tending bar at this place. Oh, yeah, what nights are you there? I don't want to say. <laughs> what? <laughs> so Kyle plugs his Instagram, and I'm not encouraging people to follow Kyle, but if you wanted to, this is how you would do it. My only real social media for everybody out there is uh, Instagram, K Mahoney Puppets, just the letter K, M-A-H-O-N-E-Y, Puppets, as in more than one. Okay, I did say that he is very good. Uh, his, I, I follow him a lot. He's, he's a lot of fun to follow. He's a lot of fun to follow, guys. Oh, my God. You can see all the pictures of all of his stupid fucking puppets. Oh, K Mahoney. I'm going there as we speak. K Mahoney Puppets, Kevin. Highly K-Mahoney recommend it. Puppets. Yep. All right, I want to get into some other things if we're good with Steve Grillo. I think we were good an hour ago. And his cast of characters. I have a clip on here. We've done the past few weeks the, uh, what were we calling it? Cringe of the week? Yeah. Fail of the week, whatever it was. Michael Rappaport does a segment called Sick Fuck of the Week. Aww. And I'm just going to play Rap's Sick Fuck of the Week in place of our Cringe of the Week. <laughs> Because it's big news that Alex Jones has come out and said that he's uh, suffered from a psychosis. Yes. Because of this lawsuit now that's pending against him. I think he said media-induced psychosis is why he told all those people to go harass the Sandy Hook people. I believe that's correct. So here is my buddy Rap's take on this situation. Multi-award winning sick fuck. I believe this guy has won sick fuck of the week twice. 
This is an international six fuck. You know, Alex Jones, Mr. Uh, Infowars, Mr. Uh, Sandy Hook uh, Massacre, uh, the guy who said that Sandy Hook Massacre was fake and all that shit. Mr. Conspiracy Theorist, Mr. I, I, I think on, on a different plane. This cocksucker came out and said, uh, he's saying now because no one, will, no one will do business with him. He's off of social media. They kicked him off of Twitter. I believe they kicked him off of YouTube. They kicked him off of Facebook. This guy was going around saying that the Sandy Hook shootings at the elementary school in Newton, Connecticut was a giant hoax carried out by crisis actors and so forth and so on. Well, this piece of shit is now claiming that at the time when he was saying these certain things and talking about these certain events, it was a form of psychosis. No shit, asshole. Too late. <laughs> Sorry, asshole. He said, and I quote, and I can't stand quoting this freak. I have all, I've had a form of psychosis back in the past where I basically thought everything was staged. Duke, I don't give a fuck. Okay, I get that you're a pundit and all that stuff. There's one thing to be a pundit and it's a one thing to be a, a cynical and all that stuff. You, you don't get that pass. Sorry, asshole. Sorry. And if it was a form of psychosis, let me see some doctor paperwork. And even if the doctor <laughs> says that, don't matter. You're still a scumbag. Oh, I thought that was great. Let right. me see some doctor paperwork, not yeah. medical records. I love the way rap dogs. Yeah. I still think Alex Jones' finest moment, he once said under oath that he couldn't remember something about his marriage because he had eaten a big bowl of Texas chili for lunch. And because of the Texas chili, he couldn't remember the answer to the question. He said that under oath to a fucking judge. Croach. That's pretty awesome. In his defense, if you had Texas chili. I've had a lot of it in my life. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> There's three kinds of meats in there and no kinds of vegetables. It's delicious. That'll make you forget your wife. That's so good. Goddamn right. Yeah, goddamn right. your mama, forget your wife. <laughs> All right. With that, we want to bring the show to our next segment, which is, of course, Opie Radio. We talked about it last week. Opie put out a couple of episodes where he's hanging out with this guy, Matt Farah. Okay. And he is the host of the Smoking Tire podcast. He's a car guy. Okay. He's really big into cars. He knows all about them. And him and Opie and Carl Ruiz are hanging out at this Manhattan car club. It's a club where you can, as a member rent out super high-end vehicles for, like, a weekend. Okay. If you wanted to have a Porsche and just cruise around for a weekend, you could do that. Huh, okay. They have Lamborghinis, they have all the shit. So they're podcasting from this club in an area where all the cars are, which is great for podcasting because, you know, you hear cars starting up, you hear people hit, honking their horn, oh, yeah, like all this shit going on. That's exactly what you want, yeah. That's exactly what you want. What's great about this show, I listen to episodes 94 and 95, which is a two-part series in this Manhattan car club uh, extravaganza. And what's great about it is that you have Matt and Carl, who are both interesting people who know a lot of things uh -huh. and have interesting things to talk about. 
And then you have Opie, and Opie's never seemed more like the third wheel <laughs> than he does on this show. Yeah. This is his show. Yeah, yeah. The Opie Radio Podcast. By the way, he mentioned that he would be willing to rename it, and our subreddit came up with some good new names for it. We'll get to that later. But this is the Opie Radio Podcast, and I just love the fact that they are paying him no mind. It starts off with Opie tries to tell a joke that literally goes nowhere. Literally goes nowhere. (laughs) He can't figure out what the punchline is, and so Carl just starts talking again. Kid runs his mouth. It's pretty bad. Now that I look at it, it's pretty bad. It's cool, guys. It's it matches cool. the color of this hurricane. I thought he had. I thought he had, I thought he had jaundice, and then I realized he's still, uh, you know, um, short short story. Cliff notes. Wow. Alrighty. I thought he had jaundice, and then I realized that he um, that uh, that, uh, <laughs> that was the joke that Opie told. And remember, this is the guy who says he spends hours. Editing his podcast. Yeah, and it shows. The Joey crash. and I spent hours together editing this podcast. The craftsmanship really comes through. The first time someone hears this podcast is when you upload it. <laughs> That's the first time anyone's heard it. <laughs> Opie has no control over his own show. He's trying to tell this really boring story about family shit. Because Opie's go-to is that, well, I grew up in a crazy family. You wouldn't believe my brothers. Oh, my gosh, growing up. Matt and Carl do not care about this at all. And I can't look at half a Rolex lineup, Rolex's lineup anymore either, because he ruined it for yeah. me. So uh, let, let me get back to the my brother's. Oh, text sorry. Oh, this, sorry. No, this, sorry. sorry. This is just more fun. Being much friends. more interesting yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. Well, I was All right. Whatever. Okay. 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 So, okay. so I'm okay. trying to get my brother to help me out with the, these family stories, right? So the <laughs> cement and fetching rocks. <laughs> Someone just ate shit outside. What happened? So they're literally distracted by anything out the window. They don't. They were talking about something else. Opie goes, whoa, 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 I was trying to tell you guys a story. Like, okay, oh, all right, okay, whatever. Your brother texted you something. What? <laughs> what the fuck happened? And then as soon as he starts up, the guy's like, whoa, look at the thing out the window. Everything's like, uh, like the little brothers, like tugging your pant leg. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You want to hear it? I was telling you a story. That is Opie on this show. It gets to the point where Carl Ruiz shows up with a sandwich that he's really proud of. <laughs> and Opie's jealous of the sandwich because it's getting too much attention. Look Nine the kids. layer of meat here. There's there's mortadella, there's salami, two kinds of salami, right? Capicola. Capicola. Bushutini. It's fire. Extremely fire. So fire. Can I punch it? <laughs> what are you saying? We gotta stop giving Opie beer. I think it's <laughs> yeah. not going well. <laughs> Oh, boy. The guy hits a sandwich. He goes, can I punch it? Oh, my God. And then they're talking about him as if he's grandpa. Yeah. What are we going to do about the Opster? Oh, Gee, we got to stop giving Opie beer. I, yeah, grandpa's acting real weird. Maybe we should take him to the home. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he seems like did he's that out of sandwich it. Ever, did that sandwich do nights in New York City? Was it on WNEW? <laughs> and then there's, there's a part where Carl is... Um, talking to Matt about this product that he has. Opie's not understanding what's going on. He's totally not included in the conversation, so he wants in. And listen to Carl's reaction. When, are the, when is the 2.0 knife coming out? The second knife. So listen. I want the because I want the second knife. You get the second knife. You yeah. can have the first knife if you want. The first when you told me about the second knife and you're like, and this part's for opening boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys explain? Sorry. <sighs> 
Is that amazing? Oh, Opie's fucking talking again. Oh, Jesus. Is this the beginning of the end? Wow. Opie, goes, Opie goes, I'm not part of this conversation. What are you guys talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, All right, let's back it up for this yes. fucking dum dum. Explain it to this idiot. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is uh, another example. He actually calls out Carl for not paying attention to him. <laughs> Documentary made me ill, dude. That's gross. And then my <laughs> and then my sandwich. My cleaning lady, right? She, I don't want to eat a sandwich. My cleaning lady. I'll talk to Matt. He's got his ADD kicking in. Uh, he goes, "I'll talk to Matt," and he's talking about Carl. He goes, "He's got his ADD kicking in." Good because Lord. Carl is actually getting drunk at this point. Yeah. And he's just kind of shooting the shit. And he doesn't care about what Opie's saying. Opie's talking about watching a documentary with his cleaning lady next to him or some <laughs> nonsense. So it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Which we all can relate to. Of course. Who hasn't been there? Oh, th- there's this bit, too, where they're around all of these amazing cars. Yeah. And Carl makes this observation that is such a slam on Opie, and it gets zero response. So it's not like a we're just friends busting balls. It is a showstopper. Not no a one's gonna, if someone bitches about the Ferrari running in the background, they can go fuck themselves. Opie, if, if we were cars, that car would be the complete opposite of you, right? Whoa. They're looking at this Ferrari. They're all excited about it. Carl goes, if we were cars, that car would be the opposite of you. That car's amazing. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's just like a... Fuck you, kind yeah. of thing. At what point yeah. does he realize that this is not working? That's a good this question. Show. Uh, that's a good question. I know that their ranking is falling further and further down iTunes, which would lead me to believe that less and less people are listening to this on purpose. Yeah. I think more people hear it through our show now. Yeah, no shit. Than are listening to his show. It's too so, funny. I it, I was actually looking for this. I put Opie into the iTunes search. I wonder like what he gets paid. I do too. I wonder how much of that sweet quip money is coming his way. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's gotta have a lot of money left over. Right. Yes. From yeah. Sirius XM. Yeah. He was making millions of dollars a year. I think he's probably so, pretty well off. Why? Why is he embarrassing himself? Yeah, why do this? That is that is the question. That's the question, Kevin. That is the fucking question we're all trying to figure out. What is going on here? And this is him still thinking he's on the radio, so maybe part of it is that he thinks he's like making his comeback. Remember when Dice did this <laughs> in the 2000s? He thought he was going to get back to Madison Square Garden again. You're like, yeah. Dice, your time is coming. I mean, it's it's cute. Yeah. It's neat that you're writing jokes again, but your time is coming gone. Yeah. Opie goes to a commercial break. And then when they come back, remember, this is a podcast. He has to reset everything that's going on. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. We're here with uh, Matt Farah from the Smoking Tire Podcast. One of the coolest dudes ever. And where are we again, sir? We are at Classic Car Club Manhattan. You fucking know all about this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Only we know. (laughs) You told us this already. Everyone's listening from the beginning. No one's coming in halfway! <laughs> oh my god. I need that Alex Jones drop as part of my life. That is so funny. I finally found a place for it. I was so excited about you it. You fucking know all about this shit. <laughs> I just wanted to shoehorn that drop and I'm so excited about it. Yeah. It certainly is not. Bullshit. <laughs> Alright, before the, he does the reset, because he thinks he's on the fucking radio still, they do a read for Purple Mattress. And... 
There was this thing where Carl was talking about when they were doing a live read for Purple Mattress a couple episodes ago. Carl says, oh, yeah, I haven't even opened I got one. I haven't even opened it up yet. And Opie's like, why would you say that? Just pretend that you did and that you like it. Like, that's the whole point. So now Carl's coming around and talking about how, oh, yeah, I'm using my Purple Mattress and I love it. And Carl actually has a joke that I thought was hilarious. Of course, they ruin it by laughing too hard. But this is a good joke. So the Purple Mattress is open. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And uh, I'm using it. And I got to third base on it. Ooh. Is that the video? <laughs> <laughs> I got to third base. An aggressive third base, too. What's an aggressive third base? means when you go straight to third base. <laughs> oh, so you hit the ball, run through the pitcher's mound, and just go to <laughs> and slide into third base. <laughs> A funny joke. Okay. An aggressive okay. third base. That is just went straight to third base. But they laughed a little bit too hard at it. And then later on in this story, we're talking about going to third base with this chick during this commercial read. <laughs> this fucking guy, Carl Ruiz, I know you're listening, is trolling me. So my third base took a little nappy poo, <laughs> and I went up, I got up to have a ciggy, and it didn't wake her up. Carl, come on, man. It's oh, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Ugh. I was trying to do a little date rapey poo. <laughs> ended up taking a nappy poo. Uh, My purpley poo. <laughs> so at one point, now this is over two hours worth of podcasting that we're talking about. Is they're talking about these cars. Yeah. Opie has no interest in cars. Neither do his listeners. Not Not all seven of them. Yeah. So there's really no reason for this. But the producer, Joey, chimes in and tells you what to think. Special BMWs don't really drive any different from the regular no. BMWs, <laughs> and they cost a lot more money. Okay, even though I'm not a big car person and I can't see a fucking thing that's going on, I'm intrigued. Matt, let's dive in a little deeper. Carl, bring us up to speed. What so Joey fuck? feels the need because he realizes this is a terrible podcast yeah. where they're pointing at cars and like, yeah, look at that thing over there and look at this thing. <laughs> and they're talking about shit that I have no idea. A thousand horsepower? No way. Yeah. So they're talking about all this shit. So Joey has to come in and be like, even though I don't care about cars and I can't see what they're talking about, this is fascinating. Yeah. Right, guys? Boy, I'm intrigued. This is a show for fucking idiots. Ugh. Even Steve Grillo <laughs> is like, ah, I'm too smart for this. <laughs> Just kidding. This next clip that I have here is, this is just great. Opie tries to make a joke, and Matt realizes that Opie's not figuring out what they're doing at all. Matt's going in-depth about these cars and how they're made and why this one's better than that one. And they're going back and looking at the guys working on the cars. Uh -huh. And Opie tries to be funny. Uh, come back here. I go in the back. Going in the back. Porsche 912 idling here. Hey, Matt, you think they'll uh, give me an oil change while I'm here? No. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So at this point, Matt realizes that Opie's not understanding what they're doing at all. Yeah. Opie just sees guys out of the cars. He's like, hey, can I get an oil change? It's like, no, you do Do you not understand what's going on right now? <laughs> so Is this a Jiffy Luberino? <laughs> <laughs> So, now that Matt fully understands where Opie's at, he decides, should we even be having this conversation? This is awesome, man. 
Is there anything you want to know about these cars you're looking at? Do you care about that sort of thing or not really? Uh, I mean, for the audience, just dumb it down a little bit. <laughs> dumb it down a lot. I mean, all right. <laughs> Magic. All right, so we're, we're walking in front of amazing cars that cost a quarter of a million dollars. Do you want me to explain what's yeah, going on here? So, so listen, guy with microphone, do you give a shit about any of this stuff? Or what are we what are we doing? And Opie's like, no, I just want to make oil change jokes. Yeah. Do more of that. Well, I mean, I don't give a shit, but my audience does. So maybe can you talk to them? And dumb it down for them, because my yeah. audience is stupid. Yeah, yeah. We've done some demographic surveys, and they not a single one has gone through high school. Yeah. So what can you tell me about this BMW, but don't. Talk anything about cars, just yeah. like in general. Like, I need it, you to really dumb it down. Like, are those wheels? Yeah. Like, is it cool or is it like four? Sweet? Like, are there four wheels with that car? Yeah. Huh. All right. What is this thing that's open now? Is this called a hood? Is this what it's called? <laughs> a hoodinski? And then Carol Reese is like, "I got to the hood before I even kissed her." Oh, hey. go. <laughs> Oh, and then Opie at one point starts bragging like a braggadocious bragger does. He's an amazing basketball player. Do you know this, Kevin? You used to listen to ONA. Do you know that he's a great basketball player? Yeah. 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 So The best. You, well, you don't even know how good he is. Listen to this. And I played basketball, so I'm like, look what I can do. Boom. <laughs> oh, just because you say you play Over basketball doesn't mean you play basketball. I did. As you, because you fucking basketball. You're Let's like go. these modern people that identify themselves with different sexes. You, know you identify I, yourself as a basketball player. I'm a player. better three-point shooter than LeBron James. Where are you going with this? You are know. an idiot. <laughs> back this one down right quick. You better backpedal yeah. the fuck out of this. <laughs> now, oh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this guy named LeBron James. Yeah. He's not known for a, as a three-point shooter, uh, but he's still a million times better at taking three-point shots oh, than Opie is. Oh, LeBron James? Oh, my God. What a fucking idiot. We're we're witnessing the mutiny of everyone on the show. Yes. Yeah, they're just They've totally like fuck this. Yeah, it's it's bound to happen. It happens to everyone. Yeah. It happens to everyone eventually. And when Opie starts bragging, you're you've been talking to this guy who knows nothing about anything. He can't be part of the conversation. And then when he says, you know, I'm a basketball player, like, no, you're not, dude. You're a 55 year old fucking white guy who lives in the Upper West Side. I can hit more threes than LeBron. Okay. Do you want to yeah. apologize for what you just said <laughs> to the African-American community? Because that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> All right. this I've saved the best for last year, guys. This is amazing. So this is a little bit of a longer clip. But Matt Farah makes a lot of sense right here. And he goes off on this rant because they're talking about electric cars and decreasing the carbon footprint and why that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And Matt has a great take on this. If you really want to do something for the environment, really, buy a 10-year-old well-maintained Japanese car and keep it on the road for another 10 years. Right. Buy a car that's already here because, because the process of making a car creates way more emissions and waste <laughs> than the process of driving a car. Right. Like, there are certain electric and hybrid cars where powertrains or chassis or bodies have to be shipped across an ocean twice. <laughs> Shipping is completely unregulated. Shipping, aviation, commercial transport causes like 70% of our greenhouse gas emissions. That's, 
And the problem is the government and other uh, lobbyists and whatever, it's in their interest to make people like you and I feel like we need to reduce our water, we need to reduce our emissions, we need to buy a new clean car. And the truth is there's for-profit companies that are heavily invested in polluting and then making us feel like we need to change our lifestyle wow. to fix the world. Let me, let me, uh, I got to jump on that point. So, uh, okay. So he got, he got a little bit too, like, you know what, man, he got a little preachy, man. but I liked his point. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. Very interesting. He talks about how actually manufacturing a car emits way more greenhouse gases than driving that car for the next 10 years. Yeah. There's so much production that goes into this, and that's really where the problem is. <clears throat> All right. You heard at the end, Opie says, oh, I got I to gotta jump in on this. I got a point. And I'm thinking, oh, boy. Yeah. Like, what's Opie going to say? This guy just made a pretty poignant point. Sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And then Opie, he needs to jump on top of this uh, topic. I got to jump on that point. So uh, your, your carbon foot, your oh, carbon yeah. footprint, right? So a lot of people like to eat organically yeah. or like to eat healthy. And they ignore the fact that what it took to get those vegetables and yeah. fruits from other countries because we're not growing them here. Maybe. And yeah, what, that, do, and that, what that does to, to the environment as well. What in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so Opie says there are people who want to eat healthy or organically. I'm guessing that they do that for their health. It's not a climate change thing. If you're eating organic food, it's not because you're worried about carbon emissions. So are you saying it's not a good analogy to talk about a Toyota and a green bell pepper? You're saying those aren't equivalent. It doesn't make any sense at all. Okay. Opie's not understanding anything this guy just said. He just made all these great points. Opie goes, yeah, it's like these shitheads who want to eat vegetables all day. (laughs) What? No. It has nothing to do with people who eat vegetables all day. And the amazing thing is, Crone, <laughs> is that he doubles down on his stupidity. Oh, boy. Because Matt brings it back to, oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Anyway, the point is. Yeah, I'm a liberal, so I hate using the term virtue signaling when you're doing a good thing. Right. But, like, buying a Tesla isn't fucking good for the environment. <laughs> you made them build you a car. Building a car was dirty. <laughs> like, buy a fucking car that's already here. You know what I mean? It's like... Adopting a kitten. That's, that's, or, or, and don't go to a, don't have a breeder breed you a dog. Get a dog that's already here. You're 100% here. right. And I'll go back to my point because when people say I'm going to eat healthy, they have no idea what it takes to get that shit to America, which is oh. a whole nother. Dude, a my whole daily driver. Ugh. What is he talking about? Oh. Yeah, that's my point. Right. Why would you go to a breeder when people say they want to eat healthy? They, they don't know how what it takes to get that vegetable yeah. to Manhattan. Why, why are you going to the grocery store to buy a new bell pepper? You should go to the dumpster and get a pepper that someone else already threw out. Well, that would actually be a better point, Grosh. If he would have said that, I wouldn't have clipped it. That yeah. actually makes sense. He's not understanding this problem at all. Oh, man. What a fucking dummy. He's so stupid. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, wow. Wow. And the crazy thing is, is that... I don't, I'm not an expert on organic li- living, vegan lifestyle, but it's a lot of farm-to-table shit that's going on right now. It's a lot of sourced locally. Yeah. That's kind of the trend that's going on. We're trying to eat food that was grown on farms nearby. That's what a lot of people are doing. And Opie is deciding that these fucking assholes who want to eat vegan, do they not know about climate change? Yeah. They're destroying well, they, the world. I mean, that's, you know, organic carrots. They fly them over one carrot at a time. One carrot at a time. Yeah. That's how organic works. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's so stupid. Uh, 
He's a dumb dumb. <laughs> All right. Carl crushes Opie at his ego in this next clip. Yeah. One more highlight. One more highlight. Get out of here. And, and let me just set the stage real quick. So the, a waitress comes over, and I guess this woman's been serving them for a while, and they're drinking, well, Carl's drinking Miller High Lives. And so the waitress comes over and talks to them, and Opie makes it all about him. Yeah. One more highlight. One more highlight. Get out of here. And, and, then we'll, and then we'll get out of here. Eric. Although I just got the side eye. I'm sorry. I'm just like... We're okay. I didn't give you the She's, side eye. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I've, I've, I, I could read people I'm in the restaurant business. She gives zero fucks about you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to laugh that hard about that. Relax. You hear that Opie was not having any fun with that. Yeah. Oh, Opie man. thought that he was the center of attention. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, b- podcasting here in your establishment. Am I bothering you? She goes... I didn't even notice you. What are you talking about? <laughs> this guy ordered a drink. I'm going to go get it for him. Yeah. I don't oh. care about you. Who cares? Uh, so Opie goes on Instagram a lot. He goes on Instagram live. And he likes to just walk around Manhattan with his phone out and talking to people. Oh, my God. As they chat at him. And Opie is ha- having a hard time not being famous anymore. But man, I miss the days you did a radio show and then you walked these streets and everyone was like all about it. I'll tell you something. I'm not as famous. Uh, yeah, YouTube is where it's at now. There you go, YouTube. Um, I'm certainly not as famous as I used to be, but there was a time, late 90s, 2000, 2001, 2002, around there. Even squeezing a little 2003, 2004. Can you name more years, old? Um, where I walked the streets, I got bothered all the time. And now, I mean, I'm not doing a high-profile show, obviously. Podcast is doing well. But now, I might get one or two a day, tops. That's just the reality of it. That is so sad. Was, Why yeah, is he doing really this publicly? He's embarrassing himself. He is, and he's he's shitting on his whole terrible fucking career. Why publicly, though? Like, if if you're this sad about it, go to a therapist. Or even better yet, find something meaningful to do with your life. Right. Wandering the streets of New York, babbling into your cell phone and fucking lie for the world to come and (laughs) laugh at your fucking misery is no fucking way to get through life, buddy. Exactly. I feel like I've just brought the show to a halt with that. It's depressing, isn't it? It is. Do what I do. Have the decency to go get drunk alone. Yes. Where no one can see you cry. You know what I'm saying, Opster? Come on, buddy. And Opie took to Twitter. So Louis J. Gomez, who is a comedian out of New York, he's the Puerto Rican rattlesnake. He actually tweeted at us. He's looking forward to us bashing one of his podcasts Ooh. someday. He sent a message saying, I thought they would do this months ago. I've been waiting. So that's cool. So Lewis tweeted, somebody asked him if he was going to go on Opie's show, and he tweeted, I don't think he'd have me on. His eye for talent is slipping. <laughs> and Opie tweets at him and says, this is why I have no desire to have you on. This is a garbage tweet. Be better. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so our buddies over at Po Boys tweeted back at Opie, try not podcasting at a bar. Yeah. And the the, the ranting that went on after oh. this is just fantastic. This whole thread oh. is hilarious. He should have looped Melania Trump in and be past your cyberbullying me. <laughs> so Opie on his uh, last show or a few shows ago 
said he's totally willing to rename his podcast. It doesn't even have to have the word Opie in it. I don't care. I want to rename it. So uh, there was a thread in our subreddit of people. There was a contest. What should the new name be? And I'll read the winner first. Oparoo's Podcasteroonie. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. That was the number one. Number two was the shit-ass hobo thief show. Yeah. Uh, the My submission was Carl Ruiz and Friends. <laughs> uh, ear Cancer. Yeah. The Zoom Recorder Show. <laughs> this one I like. It says um, Nopi Gadio. Okay. I'm in. It's a pun. I like it. Uh, the Destroyer cast, Dopey Radio, and then um, there's one from Jen from the Jingles Department, Tits McGee. Yeah, he is known as uh, as Tits as, as one of his nicknames. So uh, there you go, Opie. You got some ideas from our, our listeners. Yeah, take that ball and run with it, buddy. Take it. Croge, yes. we're done with Opie. Oh, thank goodness. Let's get on to other terrible podcasts. All right. I believe you gave me a couple of clips here that we need to address i did i did i did so disgraceland is my opie <laughs> i can't fucking get enough of the show it is so bad it's so bad and like I, I, i'm a big rock and roll guy and i love fucked up history and like the fucked up history of rock and roll would be the perfect show for me except that this guy is fucking terrible man and can i back up real quick so disgraceland's a show that we reviewed Chris and I yes. reviewed this on the podcast because Croge had recommended it, not for us to review it, but to actually listen. And since that's happened, this show has exploded. Yeah. It's winning awards. It's everywhere. You can't you can't go on the internet without seeing something about Disgraceland. It's been picked up by iHeartRadio or one of those shitty yep. networks. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this guy's getting a fucking ego now. He's very proud of himself. He oh, thinks he's the best. It's fucking awful. And, and, and I know I was going on and on about this. He put out an April Fool's episode. Oh, Jesus. That was the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. And it's it's now disappeared from the internet. Oh, really? He, 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 put it out, he put it out for one day and then pulled it back and then put out a real episode. It was just for the, the fucking real OG originals to listen to. <laughs> this fucking show, and it was 42 minutes long. About how Jim Morrison was the Zodiac Killer. And he tells story after story after story about how Jim Morrison recorded this vocal track. And he was feeling a little itch in his soul. And he went out and he shot this young couple. And it just goes on and on and on. But the, the, the crazy part was it was... You couldn't tell the difference between this bullshit story and his regular episodes because his regular episodes are fucking complete bullshit. It's all made up nonsense. Oh, and then they were standing in the room together, just the two of them. And the one guy was thinking this and the other guy reached down. None of this is real. And then he flashed back to his childhood and he had a vivid memory of 1942. And it's like, oh, fuck you. Anyway, I just pulled these two fucking clips out, and I just, I love them, and I, I, you should just play them with no context. Okay. When that didn't work, she got to her feet, grabbed the ice bucket on the room service tray with the empty bottle of champagne in it, and began palming hands full of whatever unmelted cubes of ice she could find into her near-dead fiancé's asshole. <laughs> I was just talking what? about... <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't know that, Kevin? If you're near someone who's having a heroin overdose, shove ice up their ass. I think they need a little bit of context. This is about Kurt Cobain? It is. Okay. 
So that's, that's Courtney it. Love was shoving ice cubes up Kirk Cobain's asshole? Apparently, uh, where did he get a source for this? I really want to see some citations. You know what I'm saying? Where are the footnotes for this fucking story? I don't believe it. I and, watched the Francis Bean documentary. Yeah. Not one mention of an ice cube in an asshole anywhere. Oh, and it gets even worse. That fucking story just goes, it's fucking awful. And then my number two, I just love. I just love it. I, I just love it. You want to ask me about my influences or what my thoughts are on grunge? My thoughts are it's a joke, just like you. And my influences are twofold. My inner labia and my outer labia. Those are my influences. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking show is so terrible, and I can't can't not listen to it. You know what I mean? It comes up my feet, it's like... They're going to talk about Kurt and Courtney. I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen. And it's and then that, that's what you get. And it's it sucks. I don't even have a point to this fucking rant. I just really hate that guy. So the show is just made-up stories about rock, but rock and roll? But it's presented as a true crime podcast about rock and roll. Right. And then, like, his most recent one was about Ike and Tina Turner. And he's like, oh, I'm going to tell you all about that. But then he doesn't. He just tells some bullshit stories about some date they went on to a sex club or something. And it's all ridiculous, like, hearsay bullshit. There's no there's no way he could have any facts about any of this stuff, you know? Right, right. What's the name of the host? Jake something? Jake it's Brennan? Cornball. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to use that drop. I was very excited about it. Cornball. <laughs> oh, boy. Kevin, you've been you've been sidelined a little bit. And I feel like I need to bring you into the fold. Somebody found a very important video that's near and dear to my heart. And they posted it on our subreddit. And I want to play a clip from said video. There's a comedian from Russia. He used to be very popular in the 80s. <laughs> okay. For the second part of his career, he went to Branson, Missouri. <laughs> and he started up a place there called... Yakov's Dinner Adventure. Yes. <laughs> Yakov's Dinner Adventure is a show where you have dinner between the other shows that you go to. Mm. You're familiar with Branson, Missouri, Crush? Oh, of course. <laughs> go there every summer. So this is the four-minute-long commercial Ugh. for Yakov's Dinner Adventure. I imagine this is the video that runs in the hotel rooms, you know, like that channel that's up there. Yeah. It just runs through <laughs> all the shit they want you to do while you're in Branson. I'm guessing this is just on a loop in people's hotel rooms. Average age, 92. <laughs> watching them talk about Yakov's Dinner Adventure. And I'm not going to play the entire four-minute clip. The Thank best you. part is where they're talking about the dinner. Because they talk about the show and how amazing the show is, how patriotic it is, and it gets everybody gets everyone in tears and all this shit. But when they talk about the fucking food, I love that people are blown away that they get served warm food. But anyway, <laughs> I don't want to get too far into it. Let's play the clip. I love what I do, and when we created this show, we want to touch all five senses. And when I say five senses, I mean smell and taste too. Because when we serve our dinner... Hold on a second. Five senses? What about touch? Yeah. I just thought of this now. Are, you, are they touching people? Hey. It shouldn't be five. It should never be five senses. All right. I'm sorry. I'm getting... I'll be get back to it. Not only our performers will be dancing, but your taste buds will too. And I like the food. It was hot and fresh. The food was fun. I cleaned my plate. It was much better than I expected, and it was nice and hot. I don't know how you did oh. it, but it was great. <laughs> This is a delicious gourmet meal. You get beef brisket, chicken, 
creamy mashed potatoes, green beans almadine, a roll and delicious soup. This delicious mouth-watering meal is served to you on a golden platter with linen napkin, wow. real silverware, wow. and a fake candle. <laughs> Jakob's dinner adventure, it will blow you away. Good Lord. This is one of the greatest videos to ever surface <laughs> on the internet. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Boy, you know, I thought this food was going to be hot fucking garbage, but believe it or not, I could actually cough it down. (laughs) They spend as much time talking about the napkin and the silverware as they do talking about the food that they're serving. Yeah. Locally sourced napkin (laughs) created on loom made out of chicken bone. You know, when you normally go to your shitty old country buffet or... (laughs) Golden Corral, food sometimes cold. Not here, because we serve it to you on a gold platter that's been sitting inside a radioactive (laughs) Russian uh, dishwasher. Straight from Chernobyl. Straight from Chernobyl, only in Russia. There was another video that I haven't seen in a while where he talks about how the plate's on magnets so it doesn't fall off the tray. This thing is so fucking ridiculous. And you got to think about the target audience for this. Because the target audience is just thinking, oh, fuck. Is it food that I can even eat? I don't have teeth. What am I going to do with this? He's like, creamy mashed potatoes and soup. You're like, all right. Yeah. I can do that. The mashed potatoes, they don't have any chunks at all in them. No staples, no filler at all. Not like what you get at the home. All right. Fuck that place. (laughs) This show is so entertaining. You will hop up in your seat. But don't worry about spilling warm food all over floor, because all of them have magnets on it. <laughs> all right. So that's a lot of fun. And I do enjoy our subreddit. They still like us for now. And I do want to give a shout out to Digibro, who put a video up on YouTube praising WATP. Digibro is a YouTuber and a regular on The Dick Show. And I think we're going to work out a way to have him on our show at some point. Cool. I also want to talk about... All right. I I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this or not, but I'm going to throw it out there. If anyone's following Who Are These Podcasts on Instagram, that is not us. Someone created an Instagram page for us. And it's not just any someone. It's specific people who have made it their life mission to fuck with us. Yeah. We have these couple of kids up north who are very, very butthurt that we did not enjoy their podcast. They got nothing but time. And they have so much fucking... Fr- Do you know about this, Crows? Do you know about this Instagram page? I did. Somebody linked to like uh, some Instagram something, and I clicked yeah. on it, and I'm like, oh, there's a hashtag, and I click on that, and this whole world of WATP on Instagram opened up. Yes. But it was some weird alternate dimension shit. And it, it, uh, once I clicked on it, I'm like, oh, it's those fucking idiots from that it's fucking show. It's those fucking yeah. idiots from that fucking show. And it's pathetic. These losers have so much fucking free time. I thought they were just on their Twitter talking about us every day, which is pathetic enough. Yeah. But no, it's worse than that. They've gone and friended every single one of my real friends in real life. 
And they've created an Instagram page with over a thousand followers. Which are all bought. I don't know. It's got to be. There's no way. There's no way. Crouch. I mean, WATP has some fans. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Sure, but, but, but you don't promote it here. <laughs> I've never I talked mean, about it. I didn't, yeah, it's I didn't know not, it existed. It's not linked from any of your other media. It's not. It's not. If you want to know what's officially endorsed by WATP, you can find the links on our website. This Instagram page, I mean, it's fine. It's not hurting us. But what's weird about it is these shitheads post nothing but Simpsons references and Howard Stern photos in between inspirational quotes. So weird. It's bizarre. Yeah. And what bugs me about it is that there are people on there liking these things. Yeah. I see people liking inspirational quotes or pictures of Howard Stern as if I'm fucking doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I have nothing to do with this Instagram page. Yeah. It's wildly pathetic. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Very sad. No, I never even knew this was happening. I didn't either. If you're following us on Instagram, you are not following us on Instagram. Yeah. Because we're a podcast. What am I going to post pictures of? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I have one photo of me standing next to Anthony. That's pretty much it. You can find it on our Twitter. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Anyway, I just find these kids to be weird. They're like weirdos. That's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad. This guy said something bad about us, so let's dedicate the rest of our natural born life. To spreading not even negative shit on the internet. Just shit. Just straight up shit posting all the time. And this is why I feel bad about even saying this. Because I think they want to be part of the conversation so badly. Yeah. And now we're making them part of the conversation. Yeah. So they won. (laughs) I guess. This is their victory lap. I guess. But it's not cool. There's there's nothing they should be proud of. No. Yeah. You got to take a long, hard look in the mirror, fellas. Maybe I'll take all of this out and post. Drink. <laughs> I've been told I say that a lot. All right. I love the fucking subreddit, man. That is yeah, me like, too. It's so funny. Uh, I learned a lot about my things. accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love that they think you're like uh, Midwest or whatever. And uh, uh, one of my favorite things that people do on there is try to spell Croge. Oh, it's the <laughs> I love it. It's the fucking best. <laughs> it's up to like fourteen letters now. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you can't spell Crows with less than 10 letters, you're an idiot. <laughs> Should only take 10 letters. I am not going to play a teaser this week. What? I know. It's Dude! Kind of, it's weird. You invited me here under false pretenses. This is true. And everyone who downloaded this episode probably assumes there's a teaser. Yeah, that's the only reason I download. Damn. Everyone's favorite part of the show is not part of the show this week. And uh, I'll tell you why. I can't unsubscribe fast enough. I'll tell you why. I'm going to leave a nasty comment on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. You should probably DM the Instagram account. <laughs> That's how much shithead I am. Uh, so no teaser. We're going to be taking off next week because the Isotopes are performing at Comedy at the Carlson. Woo-hoo. So instead of that, we'll post something old. And uh, we'll be back for Easter weekend. And we're going to have a first-time co-host, a female comedian. Ooh. We'll be on. It'll be the first time there was actually a funny woman on the show. <laughs> what? And yes, we play Bonnie McFarland every single week. And this is the first time a funny woman will be on the show. So that's going to be a, a special surprise for next week's episode. Kevin, anything you need to plug, my friend? Citrix uh, no. or uh, Microsoft Server? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. Crows, anything you want to plug? I'm going to be on the subreddit later. Uh, my name is uh, Real Silverware. Come join me. 
<laughs> I'm sure cloth napkins will want to comment on anything that you have to say. <laughs> all right. Well, please join us again in two weeks because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. Slapperoonie. Mm. Okay. Great show. Cause. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Cuz a room. Cuz a room. Yeah. And so. Fuck you. That's why today will not be a great show. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Let's talk about voicemails because I've gotten a lot of feedback on this. And one of the things I've been hearing is I play every single voicemail that comes in. I shouldn't do that. (laughs) Carl, you don't have to play every single voicemail. Just select a few. And it's not true. Yeah. I don't play every single voicemail. You've shown me the voicemail list. It's fucking bonkers. Right. So, I don't play every single voicemail. You should have received something in the mail about your car's extended warranty. (laughs) Since we have not gotten a response from you, we are giving you one final courtesy call. Okay, all right. Maybe maybe I do play every single fucking voicemail that comes in. damn it. All right, our buddy Boomer Guy guy. does not love Kaya. What? The fuck's wrong? Carl, it's your boy, uh, Sticker Guy. Otherwise known as Boomer Guy, who has fucking strep throat. <laughs> Anyways. This is pleasant. Hey, it's already good. Uh, I'm just listening to the podcast. Um, I just want to say to, uh, to Kaya, Super Kai 64 uh, yeah, it's funny how he's telling the truth about how YouTubers act like this. Oh, they got such a rough fucking life. Ooh, I, I work a, I work a hard job of commenting on video games and stealing other other people's fucking footage for video games and commenting on it, saying shit and tits and oh man, fuck my tits, oh my nipple. You know, they say this shit all the time. I find it really funny that Super Kai sixty four has this viewpoint. Yet all he does is suck his little boyfriend's cock. Critical all the fucking time, and instead of a stupid podcast in order to think that he's special Critical as well. With Charlie on the official podcast. I hope he says that to his face. I hope he Kaya. says it straight to critical, dumb, like depressed looking, you know, perma, depressed looking ass face. You know, to his little malnourished, no fucking muscle ass to his face and says, hey, Critical, you are one of those pussies I'm talking about. You are one of those little bitchy ass, like, YouTubers I'm talking about. I hope Super Kai 64 grows a pair and fucking says that to him. Because you know what? I find it funny and I find it endearing that he really does believe that. So you know what? <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Super Kai. I'm really sick. I'm not making clear thoughts. But yeah, dude. Um, I just find it funny that you have this viewpoint. Yet all you, that your whole money, your whole life is built around sucking some fucking YouTuber's rabbit. cock. Oh, boomer guy. I know. I, that was a very long... You know... Carl, you don't have to play every voicemail that comes in. (laughs) 
boomer guy is uh he's donald trump jr (laughs) (laughs) it's possible yeah he just calls it there's a lot of controversy going on right now with kaya's take on youtubers the one thing kaya is not is two-faced yeah. He fucking puts it out there. He has an opinion and he makes it well known. And I give him a ton of credit for that. He has called out guests he's had on his show. He's like, yeah, this fucking person sucks. I don't care about them. <laughs> That's impressive. That is good. I don't know a lot of hosts who do that. So, yeah. Boomer Guy, if you want to call out Super Kai 64, whatever you call him, I don't know that you're right about that. And I, I think he knows that he's in this world of YouTubers and he's got a pretty good sense of humor about it. Yeah, also maybe get a life or a hobby and don't get well soon. But sorry, what, what were you saying, Carl? I have a couple more voicemails here. If you remember from last week, a guy called in and, and called out Boomer Guy saying that anytime someone talks shit about him on the subreddit, he reports them. <laughs> Do you remember this? I remember that. Is that true? That's so funny. It's crazy. Uh, so this was a serious accusation that was made. And Boomer Guy, when he left that voicemail, hadn't listened to the entire episode yet. Oh, boy. And at this voicemail, now he has. Oh, boy. And he's feeling better. Oh, good. I bet. Hey, I Carl. This is Boomer Guy on my way to a job interview listening what? to the uh, last Bullshit. podcast. Hey, by the way, uh, just heard this fucking massive drop of uh, of huge fake news. Uh, no, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Uh, uh, I'm being fucking honest. Bullshit. Um, this guy is saying that I'm reporting people. Okay, first off, let's nail something. Uh, I don't know how to work Reddit. Okay, I believe that. He's got yeah, Google okay. Maps going. Uh, look, I'm while not, he's on this uh, call, uh, so I'm not on Reddit. Him. I don't know how to fucking work it. I go there. <laughs> so I may see annoying. like the uh, WATP Reddit just to see what you guys have to say because there is no Facebook group or anything like that. Sorry. I'm, but no, like, I'm not on Reddit, so your moderator is an autistic fucking retard. So, yeah, no, wait on the fucking podcast. I don't care with even with the Google Maps as well. Let them hear that I'm on my way to my fucking interview. Let them know that these motherfuckers are so fucking retarded. You didn't get that job. You fucking retards. Oh, Oh, yeah, and if anybody does create the name Boomer Guy on Reddit, it's not me, you dumb pieces of shit. There's only one person who knows who I who, who I really am, and uh, I'll let him call into the show, okay? Well, you know who you are, brother. call into the show, and uh, don't, t- don't say my name, man. Just You can vouch for me. I'm not on the fucking Reddit. Holy fuck. Wow. I have to say, I've, oh never, my God. I've been on job interviews in my life. What I do on my way to the job reviews, I think about what are three strengths, what are three weaknesses, yeah. remember a time when exactly. you solved a problem. Yeah. I'm like going through those things in my head. Well, this guy's calling a podcast and having a war with somebody who doesn't even know who the fuck he is. Didn't he call a couple weeks ago and say he was going on a date or something? <laughs> yeah, this girl that he used to fuck that he can't remember what she looks like. Yeah, I actually, sure. I asked Alex Jones about that and he said, bullshit. <laughs> I always just didn't believe you. About you this. fucking know all about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to bring that drop to bad practice. That oh, cracks you up. That's the best. I love it. So after that voicemail, Boomer Guy called me eight more times. Oh, of course. And it was... Him going through the same thing over and over again. That's not me. I don't yeah, do that. Okay. Hey, yeah, whatever. I personally don't even give a fuck. Yeah, who cares? So I'm not going to play that for you, but 
This is something he says in just this last bit where he's freaking out. It's kind of funny. I The reason I'm just kind of freaking out is that I, I don't like people saying shit in my own name and everything. I guess it's not in my literal name, but I, I, I want to have someone with reputation. I'm kind of like a paranoid uh, guy, as you, you probably have seen in my other uh, voicemails. So you kind of, I hope you know that I, I'm fucking serious. Like, I'm paranoid. Uh <laughs> Fuck, fuck, so, fuck. Uh, I, no, like, I, 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 that's not me on the fucking subreddit, okay? Like, oh my just, God. I, for fuck's sake, man. I just want to take this opportunity to come out publicly and say that Boomer Guy touched me inappropriately and he peed in my ice cube trays. Dude, that's not true. I know I'm going to get 18 to voicemails. Bro, six, I'm pissing in his ice trays. I've never even pissed in anyone's ice trays. Well, maybe twice in college. But I didn't go to college with crows. <laughs> and I found some fecal matter in my mailbox. I'm pretty sure it was him. That probably was him. Yeah. And definitely call Carl about this. Don't bother me with it. I don't care. I, I love that he, he's he's got, like, mental issues or he's admitting that he's got, you know, anxiety issues. He's the one who's fucking calling a thousand times online yeah. and because perpetuating you might, all this bullshit. I, you, this might come as a surprise, but I'm paranoid about things. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, sounds about right. Uh, boomer guy. We love you, buddy. Yes. We love you. Thanks oh. for being at least 12% of WATP <laughs> every single week. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you know what we haven't done in a long time? All right. One last thing I want to do. We haven't read our... Uh, iTunes reviews in a while. So let's do it. Yeah. Let's get to it. This is a review that came in on April 3rd. It's called Clownery. And the person says, why are other reviews of this podcast that are obviously negative, one-star reviews, five stars? (laughs) They're probably changing the ratings because that's the only way their podcast has three stars. Or maybe the podcast app pities them. And that is a one-star review from Not So Photogenic. He is on to you, Carl. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because that's how it works. That's how it works. So if you rub your iPhone with a magnet just right, it'll change the reviews on iTunes. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I got to work on that. No, Apple was like, you know, looking at the show and going, oh, they they, they should, you know what, we'll change these for them. Yeah, they deserve another star. Yeah. That's what Tim Cook is doing. <laughs> Tim Apple. Yeah. <laughs> so Cobra Hawk, our buddy Cobra Hawk, wrote a review the next day. And it says, uh, Dear Not So Photogenic, I'll take a moment and try to answer the question that you asked in your comment. The reason there are five-star reviews with a rather negative or pointy comment is pretty simple. It's a term you might not be familiar with, known as a joke. I encourage you to Google the word comedy and see what comes up. <laughs> It may brighten your day. Yeah. This podcast is described as such, which is why you might be confused. Also, I'm not a podcaster, but I'm pretty sure that you're not able to alter the ratings of your own podcast. It seems like that would sort of defeat the purpose. Have a nice day. Uh, Thank you very much, Cobra Hawk. Also from April 4th, the subject line is it's, and the comment is all right. All right. Five-star review from... Chewy the third. There you go. And we have another one. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Not going to lie. I found you guys completely accidentally. And I love this podcast from Investigator82. How else would you find us? Purposely? 
I purposely discovered your podcast. I didn't yeah. know about you before, and then I purposely discovered it. I was looking for podcasts with tons of shitty snot nose reviews, and that's I found yours. <laughs> this next one is a long one, so bear with me, everybody. All right. Fuck a lot. This is from Natural Death on April 1st. It's like the 90s, but worse. <laughs> He actually said worst, but I I corrected it for him. (laughs) Remember the 90s when a bunch of New York shock jocks was playing on every radio? It's like that, except worse. The host of the show, Chris or something like that, (laughs) is a pompous, arrogant idiot who so wants to be on the radio that he pretends like he is. It's like some cut-rate morning zoo that includes a wacky soundboard, useless intro music, and a cast of characters, the awful voicemails. Chris always has a co-host. Most make him seem like he has some charisma. I don't know where he finds these people, but they offer nothing. (laughs) They have bad mics, they have no insight, they don't prepare. Yeah. The show might be a little less annoying without these clowns. Just when you think the show has ended, the host comes back and plays voicemails (laughs) from his drunken followers. For another 45 minutes. They all sound awful, and it's a weird... Latent homosexual vibe I get from all of them. Ooh. Hey, now. You could tell if all the callers were in the same room together, and maybe they are, that it would just be one big dude orgy. Here's hoping. I mean, what? Natural death cannot come fast enough for the people involved in this show. And that is a five-star review. That's how you do it right there. That's awesome. Pierce... Yeah. There's no way any of your co-hosts are going to die a natural death, is there? <laughs> well, what? <laughs> I, I see a lot of overdoses and homicides in the future for WATP. But, I mean, what do I know? <laughs> That's what John Edwards told me. Sorry, go ahead. Crows are just saying that because there's three empties in front of me. His <laughs> <laughs> garbage is the subject of this next one by Pimp X Juice. This show is awesome, but that Kaya kid is awful. As soon as I hear his monotone bag of marbles in his mouth sounding voice, I instantly turn it off. He's god awful and is in no way, shape, or form funny. That kid is an absolute fruit. Good job on the show, though. It's a five star review. Wow. I know Kaya's yeah. getting. If I didn't know any better, I'd think that guy had something personal against Kaya. Eh, it's possible. Then Christopher Rance on March 31st says, A boring show. A boring show that trashes other boring shows. One stars. <laughs> that was a one star review. <laughs> this next one is from Gio Gio Muda. Insufferable. The show is basically a bunch of unfunny boomers making fun of other people's hard work. It's a five star review. Oh, nice. Thank you. Boomer. Love it. <laughs> Kevin doesn't take offense to the unfunny part, just the boomer part. Yeah. Hey, I'm yeah, an unfunny Gen Xer. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Hell, I was born in 77. <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely awful, says Balin1147379636. You're not supposed to put your phone number in your fucking... Anyway, from March 24th. Absolutely awful. A terrible show hosted by an irrelevant, unfunny, scum-of-the-earth kind of guy. If I wanted to listen to some boomer complaining, I'd turn on Fox News. <laughs> it's a five-star review. Boom! All right. Uh, I Love Lady Die, back on March 23rd, wrote Skin of Evil. It's a quote from something else. A cast consisting of profound inequity, surpassed only by unfathomable spiteful cruelty. Those who, they and their brood, possess no redeeming qualities and, as a result, should be destroyed. 
which is some quote from some fucking thing. I have no idea. Yeah, it's from art. It's from Art of the Deal. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he ends it with, "I love this pod too much to write anything bad about it, even if I don't mean it." So thank you very much. I love Lady Die. March twenty second, D Street and Row. Ugh. Unlike these guys, I actually listened to more than one episode of their podcast before making a judgment. They are funny. I can give them that. But they totally misrepresent so many podcasts. They choose episodes of podcasts that happen to be boring and then make the generalization that all of the episodes are exactly the same. Did I say that right? Exactly the same. (laughs) Fuck me. They are also incredibly misogynistic. What? They also hate any shred of authenticity or transparency on any podcast. What? We These... fucking love broads and bitches and hoes. And transparency. We ain't no misogynists. Put on a see-through bra. Oh, oh transparency. Oh. These radio guys need to learn that podcasts and talk radio are not the same thing. One star. Oh, I know. that hurt. That hurts. Ouch. Uh, great show. Thank you. Oh, this next one is um, Terrible by Brad the Chad Lad. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast hosted by some talentless nobody from Rochester with a bunch of other talentless nobodies who can't see they're a bunch of losers who are only liked by lonely people. <laughs> I can see why well, they, they nailed it. <laughs> I can see why they get all the hate they do. It's a comp- it's all completely deserved. Anyway, enough about OP Radio. WATP is awesome. <laughs> well done. <laughs> And I read this one on a podcast recently, but I have to read it again because Crows is here. I literally stopped listening to two podcasts, Adam Carolla and Hollywood Handbook, because of this show. I came for the intrigue and stayed for the Opie. And Crows, I think that you're a big part of turning people off to these shows. All I can say is you're welcome. You are correct on that. Opie living rent-free in their heads. I used to enjoy Opie Radio until I discovered this shameless show. I'm Jeremy Tater Tot. Five stars, and and then I <laughs> maybe we're tater tot. Maybe we're caught up by that. I don't yeah. know. Jeremiah Tater Tot. It's fucking awesome. That's a deep pull right there. Yeah, it's a deep. Rep. That might it really be Carl. Is. It might be Carl Ruiz. Yeah, no shit. Holy shit! Is that Carl Ruiz? Let me read that again. Who else would be Jeremiah Tater Tot? Uh, Opie living rent free in their heads. <laughs> I used to like Opie until he filmed me in the bathroom. I think is what the. <laughs> I used said. to enjoy Opie Radio until I became a co-host. <laughs> Is that what it says? <laughs> Holy shit. All right, guys. We've done it all. Oh. All right. Kisses, you faggot. Kill yourself. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. 